0: With a little bit of vim scripts you can create a custom folding expression for any file type. We'll start by looking at the mechanics of folding with markers, then go on to create a folding expression for markdown documents. My first online vim masterclass is sold out, so I've scheduled another for the 5th of December. It will run from 5pm GMT That's 9 a.m. if you live in San Francisco, or 12 noon if you live in New York. Tickets cost 95 pounds, which is about 150 US dollars. And they can be purchased from Eventbrite. This workshop is aimed at the intermediate user. Come and see how Vim can blow your mind, or your money back. Here's an excerpt from a VimRC file. The comments hint at some kind of structure. We have a section where preferences are set, and another where custom mappings are defined. Let's add some fold markers to describe this hierarchy. Before we begin, I'm going to set the fold column option to three. Pay attention to the gutter containing the line numbers. When I apply this setting, the gutter becomes wider by three columns. There's nothing to see there yet, but we'll soon change that. Next, we're going to set the fold method option to marker. We still have no visible changes, but now we can insert markers into the document that instruct Vim to start and end folds. Let's try it. The default syntax for starting a fold is three consecutive opening curly braces. I'll insert them here to create a fold for the last section. The fold column in the gutter indicates that something has happened. And if I press ZA, I can toggle this new fold closed and open. Now let's try inserting the same marker to create a fold for the top section. If we close this new fold, it collapses everything up to the end of the file. Looking at the notation in the fold column, it appears that our new fold contains the one below it. By the way, this notation illustrates the fold level of each line by the number of pipe symbols. A dash symbol indicates where a fold begins. Now that's not the effect I'm looking for. I'd prefer to have these two sections as siblings, equals in the document hierarchy. There are a couple of ways that we could do this. We could manually close the first fold by inserting three consecutive closing curly braces. Looking at the fold column, you can see the effect of this immediately. But I can also demonstrate by pressing Z shift M to close all folds. The two sections now sit alongside one another. This produces the desired effect, but I don't relish the idea of having to manage closing markers as well as opening markers. Let's revert that change. An alternative approach is to explicitly specify the fold level when you create a fold, by appending a digit. When we explicitly create a new Level 1 fold, then automatically closes any level 1 folds that were already open. This also produces the desired effect. When the opening marker is given without a digit it simply instructs Vim to add 1 to the current fold level. In this case the document starts off with fold level of 0 so this opening marker works fine. Let's make that one explicit too. Next We can add more structure to our document by adding a level 2 fold marker to delimit these subsections. Keep an eye on the fold column as I add each of these markers. Now if I collapse all the folds with Z shift M I can drill down one fold at a time. If I close Vim and launch again with the same file the folding behaviour appears to have gone away. That's because Vim's default fold method is manual. We can use a mode line to tell Vim that we always want to use the marker fold method with this file. Now if I quit Vim and reopen it with the same file, the folding kicks in as it did before. In general, I don't encourage using mode lines and fold markers because I believe that source code should leave no clues as to which text editor was used in its creation. But VimScript files are one of the few places where these techniques are admissible. It's safe to assume anyone interested in the contents of a VimScript file is probably using Vim anyway. I have a Markdown file here, and I'd like to be able to fold it so that I can navigate its sections more easily. I could apply this exact same technique as we used for the vimrc file by setting the fold method to marker, then adding markers for the level 1 and level 2 headings. Here I'm using the global command to append a level 1 marker at the end of every line that begins with a hash symbol. Now we can fold away all the sections, leaving only an outline of headings. That's useful. But you don't really want to litter your markdown files with these markers. After all, if this document was compiled to HTML, the markers would end up in the output. But if we look at the structure of this document, it's easy to describe the pattern that we want the folds to trace. For each line that begins with a hash symbol, create a new fold. Now let's write an expression that makes this happen. We want to apply our expression to markdown files, so we'll create a file with a path after ft-plugin markdown folding.vim. This file will be sourced automatically each time we open or create a markdown file. We'll start off with a little boilerplate code, which instructs vim to use a custom expression to generate the folds for a document. Let's save this buffer, then switch back to the markdown file. I'm going to call edit bang, which reverts my unsaved changes, removing the markers, and sources the folding script. Now the fold method is set to expr, and the fold expression is set to our custom function. This is how it works. The markdown folds function is called one time for each line in the document. If the function returns zero, it indicates that that line is not part of a fold. If the function returns one, it indicates that the line has a fold level of one. Let's change this function so that it always returns one and see what happens. I'll run the edit command with no arguments to reload the buffer and that should apply the updated fold expression. Now, every line in the file reports that it has a fold level equal to 1. So we get one giant fold. That's not very useful, but we're making progress. What we really want is to open a new level 1 fold for each line that begins with a hash symbol. And to do that, we need to examine the contents of each line. We can get the contents of the current line by calling the getline function and passing it the vlnum variable. This is a special read-only variable that vim predefines for us when calling a fold expression function. Now we can simply check whether this line matches against a regular expression. If we return 1, it tells vim that this line has a fold level of 1. But if we return greater than 1, It tells Vim that this line starts a level one fold. As we saw before, when a level one fold begins, Vim automatically closes any folds that came before it. The equal sign has a special meaning in this context. It tells Vim that this line should have the same fold level as its predecessor. Let's save that fold expression and reload our markdown file. How about that? Each header line creates a new level one fold. The result is just the same as when we use markers, except we haven't had to pepper the document with unwanted symbols. With the document completely folded, we get an overview that resembles a table of contents. It shows all H1 and H2 titles, and it would show any H3s and beyond if this document contained them. There's an implicit hierarchy in this outline. Let's change our fold expression so that it tests first to see if a line begins with two hashes. In that case, it starts a level two fold. When we reload our markdown document, the folding structure reflects the hierarchy of the document, with H2 sections nested beneath H1s. For each of these folds, Vim shows the text of the first line and the number of lines that have been hidden. We can customize this by defining a second function, then assigning it to the fold text option. We can get the line numbers of the first and last lines for the current fold from two read-only variables, vFoldStart and vFoldEnd. We could use these for example to calculate the number of lines that the fold contains then we can include that in the fold text let's switch to the markdown file and reload the folding plugin and there we go our custom full text has been applied i've written a plugin that encapsulates the ideas demonstrated in this tutorial it supports both the flat and nested folding styles with a toggle command that lets you easily switch between them. Also, it recognises both of Markdown's heading styles with hashes or with an underline. I hope that this tutorial has demonstrated that it's pretty easy to create a custom folding expression. If you often work with a language or library that doesn't have folding support baked into Vim, I encourage you to try writing a folding expression of your own. The information in this video is summarised in the accompanying show notes. If you have any questions, requests or recommendations, then you can contact me at drew at vimcasts.org. Vimcasts is supported by Zerium Networks. If you need to build a reliable, scalable network that can support your growing business needs, then get in touch with Zerium Networks and be sure to say you heard about them here.